0: That one week felt like so long especially yeah, exactly. with like all of the stuff dude like so many yeah. things have happened yeah. I'm kind of glad we waited too
1: mm-hmm. because
0: oh I mean I didn't even add I mean I said I wasn't going to talk about John until a decision was made a decision was finally made yeah. Yeah, finally. so I can finally add John back to our topic <laughs> list I didn't even get a chance to like you know we didn't even get a chance to have a week off with this guy I'm not talking about him
1: yeah. Hopefully this is the last one, dude. There can't be any more news after this. (laughs) There can't be. There probably will be, but there can't
0: be. There definitely will be. Like, well, for instance, his team is already talking about, at least reportedly, or allegedly, for what I saw, um, that his team is saying that the NBA's out to get him, the media's out to get him, and they're talking about fighting this. Even the MBPA uh, executive director Um, She was talking about how they may fight this um, suspension um, because they're saying that it's a little more harsh than, you know, what people are really more harsh than what uh, others in the same situation have gotten. So I can see what she's saying. But um, first off, let me rewind. Since we're already here, John Morant now has been suspended for 25 games. Unfortunately, this is bigger news than the Nuggets winning the NBA Finals. Congratulations to the Nuggets, but this is just simply bigger news. Um, so, twenty-five game suspension. Do you? What are your thoughts on that? Do you think they got it right? Do you think it's too harsh?
1: Um, do you, what do you think? No, I think they got it right. Like during the week of the finals, when the commissioners was saying how, was talking about it, but said that he wanted to wait until after the finals. During that, everyone thought it was going to be like 50 games, like something crazy, but it really wasn't. 25 games really isn't that bad. The only thing that he gets screwed over for is he won't have that certain number to get like any awards or All-NBA and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But for his second time, like I don't bl- like I don't blame the NBA thinking that way. 'Cause if you do it for two times and the first time was eight games, even if you double that, it's still like around the same ballpark. Like I don't know. I, I don't say I don't have anything to disagree with their decision. What about you? I don't agree at all. I would disagree
0: at all either. Yeah, like I um, I, I feel sure. like they got it right. And I think that the amount of games is correct. However sorry, I was eating a granola bar. However, <laughs> there's a ton of pushback. Um, You know, obviously no one was going to be happy with the decision, no matter what the NBA chose to do. But with 25 games, he's not getting paid. (laughs) So that was the part that I didn't think about. Right. So with this season, he was due to make about 33 and a half million this entire season. Um, With him missing 25 games, he's missing out on about $300,000 a game. So, I mean, when we were all talking about the punishment, the punishment, I don't think people were taking into account, at least I wasn't. Mm -hmm. But I don't think many people were taking into account the fact that this is not just a suspension with pay. (laughs) Like, these suspensions, he's not getting a cent for the games that he's missing. So he's going to miss out about, like, $7.5 million, which Mm – You know, depending on who you're talking to, that's a lot. Um, I think to John Morant, uh, you know, as someone that hasn't been in the league for that long, although he's making, you know, obviously hundreds of millions of dollars, that's still a lot of money to miss out on. You're missing out on seven anything over a million
1: dollars as a fine in the NBA is a lot. And plus, he's going to miss out on the Supermax, because this year he didn't get any awards or all NBA, I don't think. I don't think No, they, they and that was the thing that people were talking about, how he's
0: being even more punished. I think that was also, like, there, there, there's something to say about his statistics, what he's done over the course of the season, although he missed some time, but yeah. then, like, he was at the top of the top. He was one of the best this season for how he performed as well, and, mm-hmm. I mean, this season we also had an all-time high of players to score 20 points or more a game, but... Ja was right there with the the big dogs with with his performances. And for him to not make any all-NBA honors, it it seems like there's some cruel punishment going on by the league. And they're trying to set an example with him, not only with his suspension, but also with, like, not
1: getting accolades. Yeah, because I think he loses on, like, 40 mil if he doesn't get all-NBA, or if he doesn't get the Supermax. So if you add it all up together, it's about around 50 yeah he about fifty mil he's that's a lot of money do you think it would be more fair if he got paid during the twenty five game suspension, or you think that really wouldn't do anything for him or like do you think him not getting paid and him seeing him lose out on all that money will open his eyes and be like, hey, I have to get my get my act together That's the one right there i think <laughs> I think it it's
0: not gonna it wouldn't have been felt. If he didn't, you know, take these suspensions with, if he took these suspensions with pay, he wouldn't have felt this at all, and no yeah. one would have cared. They would have mm-hmm. just been like, "Oh," and and even and better yet, we talk about all the time, the Grizzlies are gonna be fine. They yeah. they win without him all the time, anyways. Mm-hmm. They may go twenty and five without this dude. So like,
1: yeah.
0: you know, it, it's just it's unfortunate, but at the same time, it, you you. He's got to learn, man. He has to learn.
1: <laughs> Some people thought it was going to be worse. So he's pretty lucky that it was only 25 games.
0: I think that's why I don't, like, I was thinking half the season. And now when, like, and I was thinking that without thinking, okay, he's not going to get paid for these games. Half the season and not getting paid for that, like, that is, like, super harsh. Yeah. Like, I was thinking in my head that he was going to get paid this whole time just because of, like, guaranteed contracts. But yeah. obviously, you know, with this punishment, that's not going to happen. So after the fact that they were like, yeah, and now he's missing out on about $7.5 for just in-season pay, I was like, oh, I didn't even think of that, which is very basic, and I don't know why. I didn't <laughs> yeah. think of it, but I was just like, oh. Like, it really hit. It, it connected for me. So if mm-hmm. it connected for me, I'm sure it's going to connect for him. <laughs> it's not my pockets. I'm not losing any money. But I still was like, I guess it was more so not the fact that I didn't think of it, but it was more I was like, damn. Like, he's really about to miss out on
1: a lot of money, man. Yeah. And I saw this, I think it was on the radio. I forget where I heard this. It, it kind of made sense because the NBA gave Miles Bridges, I think. Yeah, the dude on the Hornets. They gave yeah. him 30 games, and he actually committed a crime. This time, obviously, Jod didn't commit a crime. But, so it would make no sense if he got more than that, 30 games.
0: Yeah, I can see that. But also, the NBA, like, they're... Yeah, the way... It's the Wild Wild West, the way they dish out punishments. Like, you're not... I'm not really sure on what the, you know... Because even then, say, the NBA, because they're, like, this private entity and they can kind of just do whatever they want, like... Mm -hmm. They, like... Same for, like, officiating, right? They were saying how... You know, it has to be a case-by-case basis. Mm -hmm. That's how they're probably looking at all of these punishments. I mean, shoot, better yet, let's look at Draymond and his his, uh, suspension, right? Mm -hmm. When he kicked Sabonis during the playoffs. And then you look at Joel Embiid, no punishment, nothing, right? And they're like, well, why did he get, you know, suspended for a game, but he didn't. And it was like, oh, or why did he get a flagrant too and he didn't get even a flagrant? They're yeah. like, oh, it's a case-by-case basis. You know, you look at it subjectively. And, you know, so they can save their own ass by just covering it that way. I think that's the same way that they look at these punishments and how they dish it out for John Morant. You know, I wouldn't have been surprised if it was more than uh, Michael Br- – or uh, uh, dang, why am I blanking on the- Miles Bridges? I wouldn't have been surprised because based on what we've seen in this playoffs <laughs> – and how subjective yeah. they've been and how, like, they're just going by a case-by-case basis and they're not keeping it as a standard. Like, okay, we did this here, so we have to do this here. The NBA doesn't work like that. And the sooner people start realizing it, the, I mean, it, it, it's never going to change. They're, yeah. no, they're never going to be satisfied. No, and I'm not going to be satisfied either. Like, I'm no one's going to be satisfied with how the NBA is going about it. And I don't
1: know how they can fix it, to be honest. I was going to ask, do you think, like, the CBA, they should come up with, like, a certain scale and be like, All right, this is ten games. This is whatever, and then like all the way down. Well, it's like way too hard. hard.
0: I think it's too hard. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if you could fix it because it's like you can't think of all possible possible alternatives of what people will do. Humans are unpredictable. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't have predicted John Morant after being told not to do it once would do it again, especially like (laughs) what two months later, like.
1: (laughs) People are just unpredictable, man. I'm kind of surprised, like, a part of the suspension isn't like, hey, you have to attend uh, some type of thing or attend, like, when he went to rehab or whatever for, like, yeah. two hours. Like, I'm surprised he doesn't have to do something similar to that and, like, go do something. Oh, he does. Like, Oh, really? Yeah, they, they added that as well. He he has to do and it. They slid it in there.
0: That's why you probably okay. don't see it. They slid it in there where he has to do some sort of uh, training or coaching or something like that, where um, some rehabilitation. But, you know, it's funny because even after we, you know, talked about how Job went to the, checked himself into a facility for what, two hours, whatever he did, who knows. um, Then he comes out with this statement, right? And he talks about he's going to work on his mental health and this and that and that. And that may be true, right? But it goes back to, like, the Ben Simmons situation where I was saying, like, once you start crying, the boy who, it's the boy who cried wolf situation where, yeah. you know, Ben Simmons was saying it over and over and over. But now you're just playing worse and worse and worse. And it's just like you're not even doing the things that the team is providing to you, um, you know, to get you help. And you're just, just it's like, all right. So if you don't want the help, then what are we doing? And then it turns into the boys who cried wolf. So it's like John ja Morant, like, this is now number two of you using mental health, dog. Like, I, like, I, I don't good. know. It sounds great. But okay. at the same time, when you checked yourself at the facility and you stayed for like two hours, I'm just making that up. I don't know how long you stayed, but I know it wasn't more it was than a day. day. Yeah. yeah. And it sounded like it wasn't, it probably wasn't no overnight stuff. I, John ain't staying overnight nowhere, <laughs> oh, unless it's like man. at the Palm Springs,
1: like, yeah. like in the Hidden
0: Hills, and he's at some country club or something. But yeah, I don't know what facility. I mean, he was in Florida. So that dude probably, what, what, the facility was probably freaking nice. strip club in Miami. That was, that was the mental <laughs> health mental
1: facility. Lynch. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> dude, oh, in, his, in his statement, he was he was said saying that he's saying sorry to his sponsors. No one gives a shit about the sponsors except for you, like except for you, because <laughs> you're the one that's losing the money. Well, his sponsors care. Oh yeah, they care. But I feel like that's like a out like a private conversation type thing. Oh, you say like it, he probably didn't to need it. to add it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all those conversations yeah. and negotiations are gonna happen. And we're never going to hear about it. Well, John
0: Morant better thank Kyrie because he's mm-hmm. lucky. The only reason why Nike is sticking
1: with him, in my opinion, is because Who they lost Kyrie. 100%. Yeah. They if can't lose, lose Kyrie and here. Ja. <laughs> Bro, and within like eight months.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Can't. They can't afford that.
1: And well, they have so many that. shoes. Let me
0: not say that. <laughs> Nike can 100% afford that. But.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, dude, they probably have so many shoes. They paid so much for branding and trademarks and all that crap. So they can't find another athlete again and then potentially, like, who else even is there to sign that's, like, on that level too? Well, we, we talked about it, man. It's just, I mean, they just signed Yama first off.
0: Um, he The guy that they're saying is going to be the greatest player of all time. So, you know, I just think like we talked about this before Nike is always going to have all the big dogs they're going always going to have a, a new crop of you know yeah you know, uh, rookies so it's never going to end and and it doesn't even have to be rookies anymore now now it could be college players it could be high school players like yeah. you know th- th- one day there'll be one day there will be a college athlete that has a signature shoe
1: mm-hmm. one yeah. day
0: definitely so it's, like, it's it's already coming. And, you know, like, because these, these these players in the NBA, they're already getting sneaker deals earlier and earlier and earlier into the career. I mean, yeah. Webb and Yama, I mean, the dudes that are, like, dumb ones, like, they all, always get, like, a sneaker deal right away, right? Like, but maybe not a sneaker, but they always get a deal. Yeah. But now, like, we're seeing dudes second year in already, like, it's time for a sneaker. Uh, Damn! Even you know? the dude on the Lakers, uh, what's his name? Austin and Reeves. He shoot, yeah, he got shoe his own shoe. Yeah, the AR ones, and I—they look just like Steph Curry's. Just dude, with every a
1: different emblem on it. <laughs> dude, I feel like every shoe looks the same, except like a different pattern, different logo. That's it. I
0: think personally, I think James Harden has the best hooping shoe out right now. Like sure. I. I really like his shoe, but it's not like okay, not like universally. It's like one of those types of shoes where like it only looks good on his feet, and I just <laughs> like the way he looks in it. Pause. But everyone else, like I don't see, I, I can't see myself wearing it and look good in it. Like I don't think it would work yeah.
1: for me. I think only Nike's like look good. The plan, I don't know. I'm not yeah. really a big this guy. Always like Nike and Jordan.
0: Yeah, I, I never wore Jordans to hoop in, to be honest. Like, I've tried it, and Jordans yeah. just never been – not even that, they're just not comfortable. Like, they don't make them for basketball anymore. They make them for street wear. They make them for casual wear. So it's like the quality of a Jordan to actually hoop in it, that's not even a thing anymore. Yeah. At least I don't think so. But, um yeah, well, as far as jaw – we can say this case is closed for the foreseeable future, but I know we'll talk about this in some way, shape, or form again soon. So we'll just leave the, the door open on John Moran, man. With but 25 game suspension, put on record, Ball's Law is okay with it. I don't think it's, you know, I think it was fair. We both think it was, it was fair, so. Um, also to some, I wanted to talk about some news that was actually like somewhat legal related. Um, so did you see anything about like the college football players and potentially like at a standstill with EA sports? Um, yeah, yeah they, I, I seen this, uh, online over the weekend and apparently there's, uh, talks between college athletes, um, uh, college football players specifically, um, about potentially holding out for uh, the EA college football game, which everyone's been waiting for. It's been over, what, over 10 years, I think. And like, yeah, everyone is hype about, I'm going to get it when it comes out. I already know, even though I don't watch college football, I'm still going to get it because it's college football. And that that game was like one of the goats. Hopefully they don't ruin it. And we need it because Madden has been trashed the last couple of years. (laughs) Um, Uh But yeah. I seen, I seen, uh, what is his, uh, I forgot to do his name. His last name's Booty, but he was like (laughs) quarterback for Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, well, he was saying, he was uh, talking about it with some of his teammates about, uh, college football coming out. And he was like, man, like if they come out and lowball us, he was talking to some of his guys. He's like, man, like, would y'all take that? (laughs) And they were like, hell no, $200 for my name, image and likeness to be in this game. Hell no. Especially the type of money these guys are
1: signing for. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Honestly, I will not blame them because if you're one of the top teams that every single person wants to play with, and you should be able to get, get like a certain percentage of like the usage of that team or something mm-hmm. like that, so they can get. At least something. Two hundred dollars is nothing. You can make more money doing that, doing like landscaping or something. For the I was gonna say, like, I could go mow dude, a lawn for yeah. a
0: couple of hours and and get two hundred dollars. I could like, go work for a moving company and, yeah. and just help someone get out of their apartment in an hour, and yeah. make two hundred bucks. Yeah, but but apparently the NCAA. I think I read it's about five million dollars. That they're willing to pay out to all the players in college foot that'll be involved in college football, um, who opt in. So I think there's gonna be like a survey that comes out or something on like whether what players would opt into this or not, which would be about five hundred dollars per player, which still isn't great.
1: Yeah, it's still pretty low. Should be like certain tiers with that money. It's like if you're get if I'm the quarterback of Alabama. I'm getting Mm -hmm. the same amount of money as the quarterback from like Harvard. Then like, Mm -hmm. I would be pissed. If I'm the guy at Harvard, I'd be happy. I'd be like, screw it. Give me 500 bucks, whatever. If I'm one of the best dudes in the country, like I want, like, I want something at least. And that's, and that's the biggest debate right
0: now. And it's like, okay. And not even like (laughs) talking about different schools. That's also like a, a big conversation I feel as well. That hasn't really been brought up yet. But I think right now the issue is, like, bench players compared to starters. How do you go about paying them? You can't pay them equally with this, with this EA Sports game because then someone's losing out on money, especially that NIL is the Wild Wild West now. Like, these 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 guys are represented now. You know what I mean? So their agents are going to go at bat for them and be like, hey, like, my client wants – I mean, shoot. Again, we seeing we're seeing people get over a hundred k in some of these deals at nil money. So it's yeah. like, I w- if I were an agent, I would probably be going in there and be like, yeah, my guy needs twenty grand if he's gonna be in this game. Sorry, mm-hmm. and then and if he's not, it's like, well, then you better find some random quarterback. You better if our quarterback's white, he better be black. Yeah. If our if, if my guy if my if my client is white, he
1: better be some. Random dude in that game that looks nothing like him or we're suing the pants off of you guys. no face, bro. (laughs) It's a blob like it was in, like, the
0: 2000s. (laughs) (laughs) Because literally,
1: it is like,
0: he better not have an arm like my guy. He better not have any resemblance of my guy. (laughs) Because, I mean, literally, though, like, it's going to get to that point where it's like, you know, that's why EA Sports, like, back in the day, like, I, I can imagine they had a lot of issues with that. Because yeah. it's like, all right, like, these guys aren't getting paid at all. And it's like, well, they are being represented in the game. They have the same attributes as these players and, you know, kind of the, the same faces. And now it's – and they, like, I mean, they were the same number. It's It was clear that those were the players that they were trying to represent. So, like, trying to do that today, that ain't going to fly
1: today do you think it gets resolved, or do you think it will get resolved this year?
0: It has to get resolved. That's first and foremost. I think the players – I think as much as the players want their money, they want to be in this game too. I think everyone grew up on this game, and they want to be a part of this history. Um, so I think it gets done. Um, it's just a matter of who's willing to give more because EA Sports is an NCAA. Like, the NCAA is a billion-dollar industry. You know, EA probably is, too. But, like, college football is something they're just bringing back. Like, they don't need it. Yeah. So, it's just on wh- who's willing, whose side is willing to give up more. I think at the end of the day, the football players are going to have to give up way more than what they're asking for. Like, so, yeah. like, in my scenario, if someone asking for, like, 10K, like, you know someone will. Because they've been, you know, someone probably already did. And, um, you know, they, if it comes down to it, like EA is not giving that out. But if they do, I'd be very shocked, honestly. But I think, I think the way it gets resolved, it has to, the 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 prices need to go up. I think if you give all the players that opt in, about about a thousand, honestly, like as a college student, a thousand dollars goes a <laughs> Bro, $1,000, bro? Like, I don't know. I know these players are, you know, getting NIL dollars now, but that's a lot of bread for a college student, bro. Free, a free thousand dollars I mean, and it shouldn't be taxed either. Whatever the taxes are, pay him a, a little extra that covers that. Yeah. Like, don't give him 1000 and then it comes back being $850. That's free version of the game. You're good. You said what? And the free version of the game, and then you're good. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what? Yeah, they could sweeten the deal. That's a good point. Throw some incentives in there, be like, "Hey, oh, like yeah. here's a free, you know, Xbox, free something. copy of the game." Yeah. Copy of the game is easy. They can yeah. give that to them easy. But it's like, "We'll throw in something." Like give them a package. They're, they they could do a lot. And they can, they'll probably do that. That's
1: a good point. They'll probably do that. You can do like commercials they can do. Now they can actually like advertise probably a lot easier too, for sure.
0: Yeah, now and now they the the, the uh, college football commercial is gonna be fire.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be a
0: fire commercial. <laughs> I don't know how they're gonna do it. I know it's gonna be a lot of players that are gonna be upset though. Like I mean, the players are that were college football athletes or just athletes in general in college athletics. They're salty right now. They're seeing the way these players are living, man. Like it's just. Yeah. They're just living a good life right now. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah. So I just thought that was interesting. But um all right, man. It's been long enough. Let's talk about the finals. Talk about the finals. Cause, uh, over it yet? I don't think we Oh, you know, well, I wasn't I wasn't really upset when we lost, to be honest. Like I was just like I was upset like in, in the midst of it, like when we lost game, when we lost game uh, four, really game three, when we lost both games in Miami, when we went back to Miami and we lost them both, I was like, what the hell is going on, right? Um, So for me, I was just kind of confused. Like, I don't know what happened to Jimmy, because if you watched, like, this man was not looking at the rim for, like, the whole... Like, all three, like, for three quarters, he won't look at the rim. All of a sudden, in the fourth quarter, three from the corner, three from the wing, you know, getting to the rim, and one, mid-range pull. Like, where was this when we needed you? Like, you don't just win the game in the fourth. And I see why we had that crazy stat of, like, we're plus 50 in the freaking fourth quarter or something like that, because – it doesn't make sense why he was doing it. Like, I don't think that was the right point of attack. I don't know if he was hurt. I don't know what he was doing, but it wasn't, it wasn't cool, man. I, I was more upset with how he played. Bam. Thank, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Bam at a bio. Like, like I can't believe how badly he was playing in the Milwaukee series compared to that series against the Joker. Like, Maybe it was just a better matchup with, like, a slower, you know, center like that. And one that can't jump, that helps too. <laughs> but, I mean, he was he was taking it to Joker every chance he got, especially in that game five. I was really proud of how – I was proud of our, our whole team played in game five
1: except Jimmy. Yeah, dude. Can, at least, like, Bam had the – I don't know what the word would be. But, like, be like hey, Jimmy Butler's not really doing anything. I'm going to take it upon myself to try and keep us in the game and win the game. And he really did everything he can on both sides of the floor. Because at certain times, that offense looked really bad. Hard to say, like, bad to say, like, if their threes weren't going in, then there was nothing. There was nothing really going on in that offense. But on the other hand, though, for Jimmy Butler, he had two guys big athletic guarding him the whole time. So that – kind of, like, definitely wears on you. But he's the type of player where you can't have that as an excuse. He should be able to drop 20-25 easy in that type of situation. But, I don't know, maybe his ankle was still hurting from the next series. But other than that, I don't know. I didn't really see anything else.
0: Well, it was clear as day. Like, his issue was that he was so hesitant, you know? Like, everything that he did was, like, a pump fake. He made him pump fake, like, three times before he even put a shot up. And sometimes he just put – three pump picks up and then passed it out. So Mm -hmm. it was just like, I see them going across the lane. He didn't look at the rim at all. Like that happened every possession. And at some point I'm like, you know, yes, you're injured. If you are injured, stop, like, stop it. Just you're, you're not helping us at all. Like even as a diversion, you're not a shooter like that. So you're not really a diversion at all. Shooters are diversions. Like, yes, like, Unless you're, like, LeBron James and you're just out there or, like, KD or one of those guys, like, okay. The way Jimmy was playing in the playoffs, I understand why people gave him that respect. But even then, like, once they saw the way he was playing, they were like, oh, we don't even have to worry about him right now. Now, not until the fourth where he decides to be aggressive, but, like, I just don't understand his plan of attack. Like, that was just so strange to see that shift. Some Parts?
1: Especially like the end of the series, they had him just chilling in the corner. I guess they wanted him to cut baseline on certain drives and stuff. But other than that, sometimes he was just chilling in the corner, just staying there. Like yeah, the final. Like, Give him the ball. <laughs> like Well that's what happened.
0: That's what happened in game five. Like he literally was just thrown into the corner as like it was like we we felt like we needed to have him like we we were obligated to have him out there. Like the way he was playing throughout the playoffs, sure. And I think Spo is going to, like, look back and be like, you know what? We probably shouldn't have played Jimmy in certain, like, times. Because he was like, there's there's dudes on the bench that are, like, they're going to look at the rim and they're going to put it up. We need shots going towards the rim. We don't need someone holding the ball for 20 seconds of the 24-second shot clock and then passing it out to someone for a quick shot. Like, we need movement. And Jimmy wasn't moving either, so it was just like the, defensively he was still fine, you know. Defensively he wasn't like a, a slouch, but offensively I just couldn't I couldn't understand what his plan of attack was or what was wrong with him, or you know, if you're hurt, then you know if you're if you're able enough to play as well as he was doing in the fourth quarter, pretty much for every game of that series, like you 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 can do that for. You know more than just one quarter, man. Like do yeah. it for two and a half. You know we didn't need just one quarter of
1: you know prime Jimmy Butler. And yeah, that's the point of the season. Like you gotta go all out. You can't like pace yourself either. If you gotta come out for a couple minutes, you gotta come out for a couple minutes. You can't you can't be like, all right, I'm gonna pick my spots here and there. Especially against a team that's on paper and was shown that it was a lot better than you guys. So like yeah no yeah no just as far as Denver
0: like the reason why I started with like man I wasn't that upset is because like this I I, I couldn't be upset like they were just better and oh, yeah. I actually like the team that they have like I like the players that they have you know this is the first finals I think that there was I don't think there was a technical you know what I mean like there is are no flagrants. Like, there were – it was just – these teams respected each other, and they just wanted the ball. And every game, like, it was a battle. Like, it wasn't just, you know, easy five games for the Nuggets. Like, Miami battled, and we made them, like, work for every win that they got, you know. So, I was pretty pleased with it. And to see, like, where Miami came from as, you know, a playing team – Losing the first game to Atlanta, barely escaping Chicago, beating the the, the the Bucks, beating the Knicks, beating Boston, and then going into Boston for game seven, winning that game. Like, that was the best run I think I've ever seen a team have. And, you know, yeah. to get to the finals, like, if we were to have won that, like, who could say anything to us about that ring? Maybe yeah. only, like, the 2016 Cavs. Like, no one would be able to talk to us about how tough a ring was for us to win. You know what I mean?
1: That's true. But what do you think they do now?
0: Miami? Yeah. Well, everyone says Dame. Uh, I know I said Dame on this pod. Um, But Shams reportedly said that Dame, you know, wants to stay in Portland still. Um, But I think – like I think I've also said this before too. Like Portland needs to just do the right thing and let them go. There's like they have nothing, bro. Like it would be one thing if they were like a couple pieces away. They ha- it's not even a couple pieces away. You need to bro rebuild. Yeah. Like they have nothing. They need to do what OKC did for Russ. I say it all the time. Yeah, I mean, what we're seeing for everyone, really. I mean, Bradley Beal just gave the Wizards a list of teams, and now he's with the freaking Suns, right? Like, yeah. they need to cut Dame loose. I think the Trailblazers are being a little selfish here, as they should with a guy like Dame, but also he's wasting his time in there in, in Portland, man. He's wasting his time. and It's just
1: kind of sad to see. Would you be pissed if Damian Lillard stays and – you guys had a chance to get Bradley Beal, but obviously he went to the Suns. Would you been like, would you have rather that happened, or would you be okay going to next season just having the roster that you guys have? Um, I'm not mad at us not getting Bradley Beal because we've been rumored to go
0: after Bradley Beal for like three seasons straight. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like the Kyle Lowry thing all over again. Like we were rumored to get Kyle Lowry for like two or three straight seasons, yeah. and then we finally got him. But then it was like, we got Absolutely. him now where he's, yeah, like he's older, slower, you know, but he did have some great, great, great games in the playoffs. But, um, you know, it, it wasn't the same Kyle from the Raptors, but I don't know, like Bradley Beal is so injury prone. And, you know, I've been really thinking too, like, is he, I mean, he's, he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. He's, he's an all-star. For sure, but like, what like what does, what does he do besides score, bro? Like he 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 he's he can get a bucket, but at the same time, it's like, like he's a true two guard. He's a true shooting guard. Like literally, all he does is shoot the ball. He can get to the rim. Like his offense is great. Um, defensively, I mean, I'm sure he could be better, but it's just like I don't know. It, I don't I don't think it's as as great as a move. As people think, especially like with what they gave up, like I mean, I posted on Instagram, like they don't have any depth. They still, yeah. they they're still too top
1: heavy. Yeah, that's true. Like they're only the only thing that they can do is get vet men and buyout dudes. But honestly, that could kind of work for them though. They trade if they trade Aiton, get some pieces, get some wing pieces, get like a super cheap center. And then just build off of – because, like, you can kind of do, like, what Miami did. They were all undrafted dudes that gave them a chance, and then they ended up playing pretty well. So it could happen. Who knows if it will happen? But at least, like, there's a little bit of a chance.
0: I do agree with you that veteran players would be – you know, that, that could always help, like, with vet men, I guess. But they have the veterans already. You know what I mean? Like, that usually works for, yeah. like, a younger team that – or a team that is honestly, like, like LeBron's teams. <laughs> they sign Batman guys. <laughs> like, that's the only time I've truly seen that work where, like, LeBron signs, like, Mike Miller, Rashard Lewis,
1: you know, dudes yeah. like that. not only ring chasing, but, like, dudes at the end yeah. of their career that made their money and they're, like – Hey, I want a chance to win something, do something instead of being on some shitty team. Yeah, I don't know what like
0: Jeff Green's uh contract is, but if he was signed, Ventman, which I, I would assume he was, that mm-hmm. would probably helped Denver a lot too. You know, it's Smith, even though he didn't play. Like again, but that's a young team, and then they mm-hmm. added veteran guys. So it's just like with with this already being a veteran team, you know, debuts a bet now. Katie's mm-hmm. a vet, um, mm-hmm. Brad Beale's a bet. like Aiden's considered a bet now, like you don't need older guys, like the locker room has what it needs, however, I don't know who the leader is anymore, like Katie's not a leader, I don't think yeah. D-Book is that like, you know, gets in your You're ass type of guy, yeah. he's not a vocal leader either. I Maybe Brad Beal. We don't know much about him in the locker room because the Wizards had sucked for so long that no one knows what their vibe is. So maybe Brad Beal could be that guy. Aiden, Aiden, honestly, was on the way out the door. Yeah, that dude was almost done anyways. So I just don't know. I really just don't know, man.
1: I think the leadership standpoint is like probably the biggest thing. But other than that, there's going to be dudes that are going to be like, especially during March when there's buyouts and all that, to be like, hey, I want to go there. Or yeah, get maybe like, uh, probably not, but like, say Kevin Love, some dude like that, be like, hey, I want another chance for another ring, maybe in like a year, play there for a year or two, see what happens. I think guys will want to go there, but it's just on the GM to get the right pieces. Because if you right. mess up one or two pieces, then you're kind of screwed with your flexibility to go get other guys and do all that type of stuff. Because once For the sure. season starts, you're not gonna have anyone to trade. You're gonna to have to wait. Once you sign dudes, I think you gotta wait until like February or maybe like the end of January to even think about trading anyone. And then that's like almost where the deadline is. Yeah. So. They're definitely gonna make move
0: I mean they have to. they they have no choice but to. I seen like some crazy stat that they only have I don't even want to... Actually, I, I'm going to butcher the stat. It was some something crazy and I, I feel like I misread it, so let me not say it. But I know the Suns, like, they don't have a lot of pieces, like, for the future. Like, they, oh, they have the pieces for right now. Mm-hmm. So, with no draft picks, with no, you know, they got rid of all of their guys for KD, essentially. All of their 3 and D guys. They used to have a monopoly on the league for 3 and D wing players. Now they have really won with KD. So it's just like, you got rid of Landry now. You're getting rid of, of Chris Paul. Like, your death is going away. Um, But I thought it was interesting, too, just speaking of Chris Paul, because now he's, you know... I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know if they're, like, trading him. I don't know what they're – I mean, he's with the Wizards right now, right? Mm-hmm. But, like,
1: I don't – what's that? I think they're going to try and trade him because the trade really isn't, like, completely through. They're That's trying what to I'm find saying, another yeah. team to, like, throw him to. Right. And, and and even then, like, they're not trying to buy him
0: out. Um, But I just thought it was interesting, like, with the Suns, right? and maybe it's not even the Suns, I, I have here like media wars, right? Because it's so interesting to me how the media works, especially the NBA. The NBA media is like so different than any other sports media. It's like everyone has to be first to, yeah. to something, right? So Chris Haynes, and all these guys I'm about to talk about are very prominent, you know, NBA media personalities. Like, they're guys that like when they say something, it's Probably true. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a 90% chance that it's true. Um, maybe even higher than that for some others. Um, but Chris Haynes came out and said that the Suns were waving Chris Paul. Like I remember seeing it. It was like cool. a weekend ago, and I was like, oh damn, like that was random, right? And I'm sure even Chris Paul was probably like, damn, like I'm getting waved. Actually, he was probably excited. I could only imagine. He was probably like, well, now I get to choose wherever the hell I want to go
1: yeah
0: right but then I want to say about five minutes later Shams comes out and he was like no 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 (laughs) the Suns are just exploring their options with Chris Paul um they're looking to trade him or resign them but they're still exploring their options with his team and whatever so then I was like okay so what is it and I saw a lot of people were out there confused like what which is it like is he yeah. gone? Because those are two completely different things. Like, mm-hmm. is he not with the team anymore? Or are they trading him? Or are they trying to get pieces pieces back instead? Like, what's happening? Um, and then Woj, he also chimed in and kind of agreed with what Shams said. So then it was just like, damn. Like, who's true? It ended up being that Woj and Shams were right because they waited. But, like, Chris Haynes came out and said it right away. And I just I don't know, man. And then like I'm seeing like other prominent sports uh, pages, like they're coming out saying Chris Paul was waived and saying all this. And I'm just like, damn. Like, how do we go about in the future of like just making sure things are confirmed first? Like it was the same thing with like Kawhi. Actually, this is this was much different because this was like official. Like they he 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 he's literally said Chris Haynes official Chris Paul waved by the sun you know what I'm saying like this wasn't like a rumor (laughs) so it it got kind of like swept under the rug and maybe that just happens because of the sheer amount of like things that happen within the NBA season that Mm -hmm. at times like you may like jump the gun but I don't know I personally thought it was interesting I called it media wars because like yeah, Chris Haynes saying something and then completely getting contradicted two minutes later yeah. by a completely different uh, personality in the media. So uh, I, I didn't know if you had anything to add to that, but I just thought it was pretty funny. Well,
1: I just thought it was interesting more yeah, because yeah, usually in basketball, bro, they they ruin all the fun out of everything, dude. Draft mm. during the draft, they tweet before they even say it. So like right. they're usually they're right, but like oh, I wonder what happened. Maybe. Maybe the Wizards wanted like Aiden instead. And then they were going to cut Chris Paul at the same time just to make it maybe their lives a little bit easier. Or maybe they switched something up at the last second. Who knows? I saw a
0: report actually
1: about that. Um, that they were looking to get
0: DeAndre Aiden. And then the Suns came in and were like, nah, we're not getting rid of him. So I must say, a lot. I mean, I'm, I'm sure Aiden is happy about that. You get to stay in Phoenix instead of going to Washington, even though I just came back from yeah. D.C. and it's a great time. But, but still, like, I, I, I'm i sure he would rather be in
1: Arizona. Yeah, like the Suns should trade him to get pieces, but maybe they won't because they feel like, hey, we need someone to guard Jokic. And he's one of the few big dudes maybe or one of the few athletic dudes that can maybe do something again. So maybe they saw Bam during the finals. And they're like, hey, maybe if he does, if he busts his ass over the summer and works on X, Y, Z, maybe he we could do something similar to that if we play him in the playoffs. Speaking of Bam, I know a team
0: that definitely has pieces that would trade for Aiden. And I think we would do it without trading Bam, and it would be Miami. I think Miami because as you were saying that, that just, like, sparked a light bulb in my head. We need to move Bam to the four. It's clear. He can't do that, what he did in the finals, all playoff long, guarding every big man. And, like, he he did it, and he did it well. However, we – I think that sends – we don't need another, like – because Aiden would be perfect, like, literally perfect for us. We would whip him into shape. He he's now playing with Pat Riley and Spo, you know what I mean. He's in Miami. He's gonna like it. We we change people when they go over there. Now people, now I can say it and people will believe it. <laughs> we gonna we're gonna change you. We're gonna change you if you come over here. But I think we get we. I don't think we do it. But I think they should seriously consider moving some pieces to get Aiden. I don't know what the contracts look like. I, I'm just speaking off of just personnel. We trade up to get Aiden. We form him with Jimmy, Bam, and himself. And I think that helps us. I don't, don't want to say just as much, but I think it gets us closer to if we were to get Dame as well. I think if we were to get Dame, that would take us right there. If we get Aiden, we really do need a big man. Like, I think that would help us significantly, um, moving Ben to the four, And I think he would be even more aggressive on the scoring end because he doesn't have to be as, you know, he doesn't expend as much energy on the defensive end guarding the biggest man on the other team. Like, he'll be fresh, have fresh legs, more dunks. I don't know. I I like that idea now that you say it, now that you brought up uh, the Suns. so Would you want to pay... Your center thirty million dollars a year though. Uh, I mean, if he gets us a ring, it would legitimize it. <laughs> it would legitimize it certainly. Um, problem is I don't know if Miami has the money, but yeah. like I said, like with trades, like who knows if we could get yeah, Lowry's, if we could get Lowry's deal off the books, maybe Duncan's deal off the books. Um, who knows what could happen? Although I would love to keep Duncan and move
1: Tyler personally. Um I think a lot of the contending teams are gonna to want to try to get Miles Turner finally. They've been it's been they've been saying that they're gonna trade him for the past two, three years. But I think finally some teams gonna pull the plug because not that many dudes are actually good on defense and can spread the floor and shoot threes. Yeah, he's also another guy
0: that definitely like He's cheaper. If he's on a better he is cheaper. If he were on a better team. I did see someone say his name in the like Miami Talks as well for a center. Um and that wouldn't be a bad deal either. I wouldn't be I wouldn't mind Miles Turner. I think he helps us, you know, yeah. as well. Um I think Aiden's the better player, but I think Miles Turner could definitely help. Um do you think Aiden is better? I do. Yeah, I do think Aiden's better than Miles Turner. Um I think he just he, he, he scores more effortlessly and he understands like, cause he can, he, he, he understands his role. Like when he's actually like playing well and consistent, like, cause he, 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 I don't know. I just feel like he's a little more of a, of a solid player than Miles Turner is quite honestly. I think he can, he can defend, but the, the problem with Aiden is his effort. Yeah. And, um, and maybe like better player isn't even the word or the term. Maybe it's just uh, more talented. I think he's more talented yeah. than Miles Turner. Um, while Miles Turner might even be a better player just because he works on both ends. You know what I mean? Like who's the guy that you would want to go into battle with, right?
1: Do more stuff with Miles Turner and get the same usage on defense with. Yeah, no, I'm not
0: mad at it. Definitely not mad at it um, with either one. Um, But, yeah, uh, sticking with just other crazy news that happened, um, I don't know if this is really crazy, but with Draymond being an unrestricted free agent, you know, I think there was already rumored that he was going to opt out, but now he officially has done it uh, today. Um, So... (laughs) Everyone's speculating the Lakers. (laughs) I think we already talked about him going to the Lakers. He literally just tweeted to LeBron today about, like, let's grab a drink. or I don't know. He said something. I think that was a fake account, but I saw the same
1: thing. Was it fake? Okay. I didn't even, like,
0: I just saw it in passing. And I was just like, wow, like, that's wild. You know what it is? Because Twitter has those damn check marks on people that Mm -hmm. can just buy them now. Exactly. So you don't know what's real or what's not. That's why Twitter is kind of trash. But, um, yeah, like, I saw that, and I was just like, whoa. <laughs> Let's see.
1: Oh, go ahead. No, I saw this other thing that he wants his contract to be even with Steph Curry. But I feel like so many people are just throwing random stuff out just to see what sticks with this situation. Yeah, because honestly, who knows? Because he's not going to get get paid more. I think he was going to get paid like twenty seven mil this year. There's no way he's going to get like thirty mil a year. Who's going to pay him thirty mil a year? And then, like, then you have to decide: Do the Warriors actually want to keep him, or are they going to use that money for something else? or what teams are actually interested in him. Like, there's so many different scenarios where I think this is one of those you just got to sit back and just wait.
0: Yeah. I can see him Nothing signing with surprise the
1: Warriors. Me. Yeah, like, yeah. if he re-sign, resign with them, I wouldn't be surprised. And if he left, I wouldn't be surprised either. I mean, the biggest surprise would be with, with who.
0: Like, if he doesn't yeah. sign with the Lakers, then I'm like, then who else? Like, Because honestly, like, his biggest relationship is with LeBron, obviously. So it's just, like, where else would he go? And then LeBron and him share the same agent. Like, it's just, it's all fitting to be him joining Los Angeles. Now, does that help or hurt L.A. if he goes to L.A.? Because, like, that's, their issue has been lack of shooting. Yeah. Like, Draymond can't shoot to save his life. Yeah, their defense was already great without him. Oh, that's true. Yeah,
1: I don't, know. I don't think it really helped. Maybe
0: up until the playoffs, but like regular season, like when they were trying
1: to fight their way into the playoffs, their defense was number one. Mhm. And the Lakers have a lot of good forwards too. They have a lot of young yeah. forwards that can play make and shoot. So I don't think really. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe he comes in like a super low deal, but like for him, why would he? Miss out a chance of making twenty-seven mil to sign for ten mil a year. Like that makes no right. sense for him either. You know what? And uh, that team. Oh, go ahead. I, was say, I saw this other thing. Apparently, like the Mavericks want to try and sign him. But if he goes there, that's way too met too, way too much. That team's gonna have so many technicals. Yeah, between like, him and the I God. think that'll be way too much, not really control, but Oh, too many different personalities to blend into one team. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if Kyrie stays. Yeah.
0: Which who knows what's going on with him, too. This this is building
1: to be one of the more entertaining NBA summers for sure. 100%. Because, like, then there's that whole situation and then Zach Levine, like, get traded. Carl Anthony Towns probably will get traded um, the Raptors situation: Do they blow everything up and trade everyone, or do they try and get like a couple pieces to their team and try to build up that way? Like, who knows? Well, shoot, bleats already on his way out. Yeah, and um, I don't think they maybe. trade
0: Siakam, so I think that, that I think that might be the only untouchable dude that they,
1: you know, try to keep. Mm-hmm. And then, um, they trade. OG and Nobie, or whatever his name is
0: well it's I guess they did close. also say OG was off limits too I saw a report on really? that like, yeah but at the same time like you gotta you can't keep them I mean you can't keep them both but even if you do like I don't know if you hurt or help yourselves by doing that you know those are like your biggest assets right now mm-hmm. like one of them may have to go for you to get what you're looking for
1: Um, The Raptors have put those guys on such a high pedestal, and, like, they're solid players, but they're making it act like they're a top player in the league when they're really not. That's what I've been, like,
0: Like Siakam, Siakam, I think he's a great, I think, all-star, obviously, right? OG, I don't know where the hype on OG Adenobi came from. Like, he's a good player, he's
1: solid, but I don't know where that came from. See, Siakam had that good run in the playoffs, and then he had that one good year where he was a starter for the All-Star game. But after that, he got hurt, and then he's okay. Like, nothing nothing crazy. He doesn't do anything exceptionally well where you're like, all right, this dude can do X, Y, Z for my team. He's just, like, a good role player. Or, like, maybe, like, a, a number two guy on a really good team. Or uh, most likely, like, a two three guy i think
0: he might be number three yeah yeah but it's like again who would you rather start a team with og or for him like i would start it with siaka before OG had an obi yeah probably yeah that's why i'm like one of them has to go and if you're gonna get rid of one of them then it's probably gonna be og and once that happens it's just like okay like what are you actually what what is his value actually You know, Mm -hmm. like, I want to know what kind of players they're going to get back because sending them off for picks, I don't know if that's what they really need right now. Like,
1: you know. Yeah, like,
0: that's that's what they've been doing. Yeah, those freaking (laughs) second-round picks. I don't know. But I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see what
1: happens this summer. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Um, The draft is Thursday, I think. This Thursday? Our next Thursday. Right? Uh it's it's this week.
0: I, is it Thursday? I think um you know we already know what's gonna happen but yeah it's on Thursday. Yep. Um like we already know when Yama's going to the Spurs. It's already solidified. Just saw him uh mm-hmm. touchdown he touched down in uh in New York today For the draft, and he was already signing Spurs jerseys. So, (laughs) um, goes number two. I think it's Scoot. It has to be. Yeah. I think it's Scoot. Is it, is it, should it? I mean, at the same time, you got Miller from Alabama, and he's just like, you know, he's solid and he's been working himself into like a, a, a higher position too. Um, But, like, dude, just looking at Portland at number three, I'm like, dude, Dame needs to get the fuck out of there. Like, just trade the pick, dude. They're talking about trading it for Zion. Did you see that? Damn, we didn't even talk about Zion.
1: (laughs) Oh, Zion. For him to play 20 games? That's that's not worth it. Yeah, man.
0: All things aside, like, Zion's just having a tough time, and <laughs> poor guy. I, just, I just, I don't even, like, care to get fully into his business like that, but I will just say that we need to get this guy on the court ASAP. I hope he's been working out this whole time, mm-hmm. and just getting in the gym, because we, bro, he can't afford one more season of an injury. Like yeah, he can enough. get, he can have like Nixon bruises, sit out some games throughout. It's 82 game season. That's fine. It's gonna happen. But if he yeah. has a stretch of sitting out like 10 straight games at all yeah. this season, and 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 he's not in the playoffs yeah. again, if yeah, we don't okay. see Zion in the playoffs, this dude's a bust, man. Mm-hmm. It's time to
1: just say it with a capital yeah. fucking B. Yeah. <laughs> on paper, the Pelicans are actually really good. And before Zion got hurt, they were they were the number one seeds. Like they were great. Yeah. Like they can't blow everything up just because he can't. Uh, he can't perform. Right. they can't just totally start tra- thinking about trading other pieces just because he can't stay on the court and they're wasting a max spot on him.
0: Well, that's the thing. They're not looking to trade other pieces. They're looking to trade him.
1: Yeah. Like they're looking to get rid of him. I don't blame them.
0: I don't blame them either. I think they should. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think they should give it a year. Honestly, let me stop joking around. I think they should give it this season. This season is it. This yeah. is it. Absolutely. To me. Yeah. If he I mean, if this is another season of Zion sitting out over ten plus games at all at any point, get rid of him. Yeah. Do what you must. Send him to New York. He's been wanting to go there anyway. Send him to New York.
1: Yeah. He's lost weight. He's gained weight. He's done. They've done everything to try and f- figure out something where he can stay healthy and they can't. And, some, like, the injuries aren't really that bad to the point where it's not like, oh, he tore his ACL or something like that. But it's these small little injuries that add up to a lot. Like, he hurt his hamstring. Hamstring yeah. isn't something, like, you can come back from, like, super quick. For especially oh, for yeah. a guy like him who relies on his athleticism, so yeah. But like, I think um, what teams are actually going to take a chance on him that actually have good pieces. Like, I think I think, there's, I think
0: there's a lot. I think there's a lot of teams that would still take them. However, not for something. However, good. I mean they're not. The thing is, they, you. I don't know if it's going to be like core piece, like players like that, but they're they're gonna. They're going to take a chance. There's going to be teams that are willing to try and get them. How are they going to get them? I, didn't, I couldn't tell you. Like, obviously, the like, you know what it is. And it's interesting, too. Like, I saw uh, someone bring this up. I think it was Chandler Parsons. I saw him talk about this. Rudy Gobert, man. He cha- – it, it has such a random name. But he, he really ruined the market in the NBA. Like <laughs> – the way that they got him in, in in Minnesota, like, that's the standard now. And if Zion doesn't get that, so I guess to your point, like, yeah, like, how, what are you guys willing to give up? Because you're not getting anything amazing. There may not be a, a many teams that I think about because it's like, damn, like, Rudy Gobert got all these fucking picks and players just for this guy? Like, I mean, I know Zion is, is injury prone, but we've seen when he's out there, He's, he's that yeah. he's that dude. Yeah. He's that dude. So they need to they need to be very careful about how they proceed. But I think they give it this season. Shit. Wait. Wait until like if he has a game. If he has like a stretch where he's out for like ten plus game, even eight. Yeah. If he's even out for eight, and he uh and it's even close to the trade deadline. Get him out of there. Get him out of there. Yeah. Send them to Portland, reunite a, a Dame and CJ, do what you must. I don't know. I, well, Portland wouldn't get rid of Dame for Zion. That's not going to happen.
1: Yeah, that, that's going to be tough to see who
0: trades for him, man. I
1: think, I think the Knicks would, though. Probably. Because they're like, stupid. Yeah, marketing purposes and all that. They've been Whatever. wanting him.
0: They wanted him bad, you know? Zion yeah. wanted to go
1: there. Yeah, yeah. They wanted him. Like, it's, RJ's there. He's old too Yeah. Even though it's yeah. different, do you think the Bradley Beal trade kind of not really ruins the market, but kind of like changes it somehow, some way? Uh, How,
0: how do you figure, I guess? Cause, Cause, I mean, it, to me, it's a good player. Like, Normal
1: like he was player, all star, and he got traded for literally nothing.
0: Yeah. I guess I don't think it ruins it. I think it's more so as like how desperate is the other team? Like that's just like a normal like I think the other team was desperate to, you know, get Bradley Bill, desperate as in the Phoenix Suns. I think they were desperate to get another star. Um, well, Phoenix, you know, or I mean, Washington, you know, they were just trying to do right by their star player because they realized, again, unselfishly, they're like, we've done all we could with you here. We're not going to win a championship with you here. Like, it's just not going to happen. So instead of selfishly ruining this guy's career and just forcing him into staying in this contract, send them elsewhere. Let's get a fresh start with some new guys. Even if it's not guys that even want to be here, we can flip it and try to make this work somewhere else. But right now, you know, that's why I think it made, it made business sense. I don't think it made, like, you know, I think business, business-wise, business like, it made a lot of sense to make this deal happen. I mean, I may, it may look like they picked up, like, nickels and dimes, the, the Wizards, mm-hmm. but I think um, – You know, I think it's going to work out in the end for them Uh, as far as getting, like, another star player back in uh, D.C.
1: But, yeah. I wonder wonder if they trade Porzingis now, too. Because he's another guy that's getting paid a good amount of money. Got maybe some other team are going to be like, hey, we need another tall dude. He's been playing, like, kind of decent recently-ish.
0: Yeah, I that
1: another guy that's just like, dude. <laughs> like what's like who who is he really like? Cuz now like all these teams are probably going to be like, hey, we need a good big guy. We need someone to go against Jokic. Maybe some team takes a chance and is just like, all right, maybe he's, he's can t- be somewhat of what that one year all-star that he was in New York.
0: Man. <laughs> Maybe he goes back to New York again.
1: New York, they can they can get some. business now, they,
0: yeah, they could, they could do something. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, I don't have anything else. But uh, anything else you wanted to get to? I'm good.